I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast where we break down politics, government structure, and dive into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about how a bill becomes a law. So grab your pen and parchment. And let's get civical. Hello, everybody. Hello, every single one of you. Welcome to our show. It's called Let's Get Civical. We never say that. We never, we never say, say the that name it's of the called show. Let's, no. Let's Get Civical. And I feel called, like though. because if you don't know, why are you here? Just kidding. If you didn't know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we should have said it. My name is Lizzie Stewart. And I am Arden Walentowski. And today we're going to be talking about how a bill becomes a law. Yeah, because it's a process. Oh, my God. I we I literally suggested this idea hoping that it would be simple and that I could just like come in here and be like, oh, blah, 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 done. And then I saw Arden wrote seven pages of notes and I just knew that we were in for a lot of information. That's a lot of information. I mean, I'm glad. I'm, yeah, I'm like, yeah, literally, yeah. I'm this relieved. Is, yes. I don't want this to be simple. I want this to be 
I want this to be dif- not difficult, but like a process, you right, know, right, where right. there's a lot of like reviewing and like Debate. debating. Yes, I love a yes. healthy debate. Yes. So, but it's wow. Yeah, I'm overwhelmed. It's a, it's a lot, but it's going to be fun. There's stuff in here that I didn't know about. There's so much stuff I didn't know about, particularly seven pages that I didn't know about. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but some of it is fairly vague. Like some yeah. of it is like, first step, have an idea. And right. you're like, okay, well. <laughs> yeah. And if you're like Thank me, so much. the only information about how a bill becomes a law comes from Schoolhouse Rocks. I'm just a bill. Yep. Yes, I'm only a bill. Only and a bill I'm, sitting I'm sitting here on, on Capitol, Capitol Hill. Hill. Oh my god it's public domain we can sing we it we can sing it that's our show bye <laughs> no we're gonna start we're off gonna with start. a hell of a lot of terms yeah there are a lot of terms to get through but they're gonna be fun and it'll like we're gonna go through the process of how a bill becomes a law and you'll be so much more up to date when we talk about the process up to speed if we talk about the terms so first things first a bill. Oh my god. Yeah, let's start start <laughs> me with the very basic. What is a bill? A bill is a proposed law introduced in either the House of Representatives or the Senate and it deals with domestic or foreign issues and programs and bills can also appropriate money to various government agencies and programs. So, so like a spending bill. A spending bill. Not to bring it back but hashtag government shutdown. That's right. A bill that starts in the House is the one that's originated in the House starts with HR, House of Representatives. House of Representatives and then if it starts in the Senate it has S in front of it. So S and then there's a number that gets Which assigned. stands for Senate. Senate. S stands for Senate. Love. There is also a a reconciliation bill, which is a bill that contains changes in a law recommended pursuant to reconciliation instructions in a budget resolution. Like, actually, how dare you? I wanted to slap you in the face. <laughs> I literally wanted to slap that. myself, too. I was just that like, was you like know you're saying English. things that I don't understand. <laughs> it's a what? It's recommended pursuant to reconciliation instructions. What does bu- pursuant mean? What is this? Following. Thank you. So there's say like, that. There's like, yeah, there's so it's when you're creating a budget obnoxious. bill. I know. It was created in 1974, and it was meant to... You're going to love this. I am already Are you ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. It was meant to make the budget reconciliation process, the, the process of like passing the budget for the government, uh-huh. easier and more efficient. It succeeded. Oh, Can my I just God, say it did right? its job? What a dream. What a dream. So the main thing that's different about the reconciliation bill as opposed to like other bills... <laughs> Is that you can pass it in the Senate with a simple majority. Which is just like 51. 51. Great. Yeah. There's some, like, we should just do a whole episode on this because it's a process. Great. It'll just be me screaming the entire time. I can't wait. I literally, I I started taking notes and I was like, this is, I am so confused. And I kind of wish that we had, like, somebody who's been through the process before. Okay, I'm right here. Hi. Don't be rude. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... What happens basically is that you the process is used to make changes to laws that affect spending, the government spending or taxes uh-huh. to so that those changes conform with preset budget levels. What set forth in a in a budget resolution? So like each year, there's like a cap on what they want to spend, <laughs> and it can't the like the money that they appropriate can't go towards the deficit. It's like being like, this is your allowance for the month. Right. And then that is, you're not going over. If you spend it all on clothes or if you spend it all by going to the movies with your friends, you don't get any other Mm -hmm. money. No. Sorry. That's it. it. Yeah. We're just parenting. We're parenting. This is like a forced 
apparent like they're trying to make the legislators like do something efficiently so that the government can like keep <laughs> running because you can't do anything without that money. That is so sweet. That um, is literally the cutest thing I've ever heard. Right, it's super cute. But there are some restrictions <laughs> good, on like good. what you can put in it. So there's something called the bird rule. Uh, and not bird like Do you know that I, I can, can do a whistle. chicken noise? Please do a chicken noise. I'm going to just pull the mic back because it's loud. Great. (laughs) That was so good. I just have nothing left to give. (laughs) This is my contribution. You're like spouting off definitions and like, this is how this works. And I'm over here being like, I can do a chicken noise. (laughs) I've always said if I ever entered a beauty pageant, like that would be the talent portion. You know, you You have these these bitches who are like singing and like reading poetry. And I'm like, hello, my name is Lizzie Stewart from Texas. I can do a really good cat noise. Go. You can't. You can't have me do it and you not do it. No, I will go tip for tat with you. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. It's like it's in the room. <laughs> no, Wait, no, you got it. You got it. Anxiety. Don't Listen, have performance I am anxiety. Not the comedian for this. You look. You're killing it. Listen. <laughs> I can't even. It's a Saturday morning. That's your cat that no, is like asthma. No, That's just <laughs> like. It's 69 years old. <laughs> okay. Okay, great. Anyways, we right, were trying, so there is okay. a thing called the bird rule. Yes, sorry. Yeah, what is that? Um, and it's B-Y-R-D. Good. Right? Good. Because it's named after a, a senator whose last name was Bird. Who was a man. Who was a man. Oh, yes. I think yeah. his name was, I've written it down somewhere. I think his name was like Christopher or something. No, Robert let's make James. it like Manuel. It was Robert. Look at that. Oh, wow. Robert okay. Bird. Senator Robert Bird. Um, what does it do? And he, so the bird rule, like put some restrictions on what you can use a budget reconciliation bill to pass. Okay. Cause what they would want to do sometimes is like attach a, a rider to it and mm-hmm. include things that had nothing whatsoever to do with the budget yeah. or tax spending. Right. Cause like if you can get through something through the Senate and not have to get the, like a 60 vote right. threshold to, if you don't have to hit that, then of course you're going to put on this, like just put it all in one, all place. in one bill. I love how very so, sneaky, right? He's sneaky, and he was like, "I don't like that bullshit. Mm-mm. Not some bullshit." And so he, uh, they added some, uh, they created the bird rule, or he did. Um, and so they can't in a reconciliation bill, you cannot attach things that don't have any budgetary effect. So it has to affect the budget. Great. Me- you can't put in measures that would worsen the deficit when a committee has not achieved its reconciliation target. Uh, no measures outside the jurisdiction of the committee that submitted the title or provision. So like if you're at, I don't know, like and the energy committee, the committee that deals Which with energy, I am. right? You know that you probably couldn't get something through there that has to deal with education. <laughs> you also can't add anything that produces a budgetary effect that is merely incidental to the non-budgetary policy change. So if you're po- if you're if you're proposing a policy change and it has it doesn't have any effect on the budget, but say in some roundabout way that it does. Like some unforeseen, I don't know. I can't even imagine what this would be like because. But we put it pen to parchment. But it's pen to parchment. I love it. I don't there even cannot know what this be, looks like, but let me just write but it let down. Let me just write it down. There can't, I mean, I'm sure there's like an example, but there cannot be like any incidental. Like when you go out to drink, like yeah. you know you're going to pay for drinks. Yes, right? I do. But let's say you drink too much mm-hmm. and you end up taking a car home, which I did train. not plan for, which right. literally this you is me last night. For. <laughs> And it ends up being uh, an incidental expense to your night that you didn't it. foresee. Yes. It would be something like that. 
That's right. a great metaphor. I feel Thank like that's so exactly much. what they were thinking of that's exactly what when they were writing this clause. Yeah. And there's only a couple more uh, things that you can't do in a reconciliation bill. You can't include anything that increases the deficit for any fiscal year outside of the reconciliation window. So like, say whatever you're proposing doesn't increase the deficit for 2019, but in 2025, you start incurring it starts accumulating then oh. like if you push if you basically you can't push off. you can't be like this is future lizzie's problem right you okay. can't do that great love right and you can't include measures that would recommend changes to social security <laughs> great great stop trying to fuck with social security there let her go. live uh, let so, her live her life let her live her life so yeah so you can't um you there's only for a reconciliation bill there's only 20 hours of regular debate not right it. it maxes out 50 votes 51 votes to pass but fun fact about the reconciliation bill, it's how the ACA ended up being passed. Oh. Mm-hmm. They passed a large portion of it in like regular order. Right. And um, like not within a reconciliation c- context. Mm-hmm. They passed it on uh, in like late tw- 2009. Mm-hmm. And then, excuse me, and then it went to the House and the House had some changes and then they sent it back to the Senate and the Senate accepted those changes. But when they accepted those accepted those changes, they accepted them and they were minor yeah. things. They accepted them through a reconciliation bill. Weird. I know, right? It's weird. There's so there's bills. Love bills. Great. Great. And That's then a bill. there's resolution. Which is not a bill. Which is not a bill. <laughs> okay. I'm mad already. You're going to get mad. Okay, great. Okay, ready? Go. What's a resolution? Okay. A resolution is the legislation that's introduced in either the House or the Senate, but they may be limited in effect to the Congress or one of its chambers. So it doesn't affect people. people. It affects just the chamber that is making the resolution. So, for example. Thank you. House Resolution 109 recognizes. Let's pull it out. Let's pull it out recognizes that the duty of the federal government to create a Green New Deal proposed by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in February 2019. Like, that is an example of a resolution, not a bill. So it doesn't appropriate any funds to the Green New Deal. Mm -hmm. There's no, like, record of people voting, yes, I like the Green New Deal, or no, I don't Mm -hmm. want the Green New Deal. It's literally just saying that it is the duty of the government to do this to create a green new deal it's basically being like may i suggest right a bill right and that's the resolution that's the resolution on this thing right so those are resolutions they start if they start in the house they are h res which means resolution h dot res okay. right and if they start in the senate it's s res s res s res ezra Ezra. There are joint resolutions that require the approval of both chambers in identical form and the president's signature to become law. What's an example of that? Literally any bill. Like there's Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, then why isn't it a bill? They just, because it it's just another anything? term. It's just a, literally another term. I just, I hate it. I hate it. They were like, wait, okay, what if we do... Did you not read my note that said there is literally no real, no, no real difference oh my God, between there a joint resolution and a bill? Fantastic. Fantastic. I love that. Good. Good. We need two terms for the same thing. That's the US I know. I see you. Excellent. Excellent. I love it. Joint resolution, aka a bill. A bill. It's like, it's like, um, it's like Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Right. Same person. Same person. Same person. It's like Jesus and the Holy Christ. Same person. Spirit. Same person. <laughs> I went to Catholic school. Shout Same out person. to our, shout out to Jesus, <laughs> who I know is listening always, 
Praise be. Praise be. Praise him. Great. Um, <laughs> so joint resolution, a.k.a. a bill. A.k.a. a bill. Love it. Yeah. They generally use that term, though, when to refer to something that's like a, a continuing appropriation. Like you're, we've already given money to this thing, and so we want to continue to give money mm-hmm. to it. Okay. Um, or if there's like an emergency. So, right. oh, my God. Hurricane. Oh, yeah. Right. I felt, the, I felt the emergency in your voice. <laughs> Hurricane. <laughs> that was my panic of trying to come up with an emergency that wasn't. We're in the a middle hurricane. of a national emergency, Arden. Oh did God. you forget? <laughs> Literally did forget. I did. I'm going to go fill up my bathtub <laughs> with water because we're in, we're in such an emergency. emergency. The border oh is unsafe. <laughs> Have some respect. I'm so sorry. You're going to feel the fear any day now. I will. It's coming. It's rising up within me. Yes. Okay. When they do a joint resolution, the the letters on the bill will say HJ res. <laughs> What's the J? Joint. Oh, joint. <laughs> okay, great. <right. laughs> I just like, I just imagine them being like, okay, think of a letter. <laughs> HP resolution. <laughs> P stands for Peter over there from Delaware. <laughs> I don't know why they're always from Delaware. It's the only state when I'm improvising, Delaware's becoming the only state that I can think of. And I don't know what's going on with me. Like, is this a cry for help? Arden, I'm crying for help. I think back in your past, like in a prior life, you must I was, have lived in Delaware. I at probably some point did. And did not have a good experience. As a founding father, I was I was from Delaware and nobody took me seriously. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, this I feel it in my bones that like back in the day, I was there. I was a man mm-hmm. and I was there, but I was yeah. from Delaware. So I was one of the small states. So they were, and my name was probably like Frederick. And they were like, Frederick, we <laughs> don't down. care what you have to say. You have, you have two people in your state. And you no goat. And no goat. <laughs> two people and no goat. You're barely a state. And so I was like, guys, this is literally bullying. Like, be best, you know? Like, come on. <laughs> this is okay. That yeah, just literally, I just had a vision of my past life. My name was Frederick of Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's your new Twitter handle. Yep. Frederick of Delaware. Frederick of Delaware. Hashtag Frederick of Delaware. Frederick of Delaware. Great. So HJ stands for House Res. Joint. Right. Resolution. Or SJ Senate Joint Resolution. So wait. Okay. But they're joint. They're both. Why isn't it HSJ? Because it where it depends on where it starts. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, yeah. I think HSJ sounds great. <laughs> because the president, if he wants to veto it, has to know where he needs to send it back to. You know what? Send it up my asshole. I like... <laughs> Frederick. That feels like a Frederick response. That I know. This is why this is why Frederick wasn't taken seriously in Delaware. Okay. <laughs> there are also... That feels like a hard transition. No. Are... <laughs> <laughs> We're doing great. We're great. There are also concurrent resolutions. Great. Designated as, you guessed it, H. Conrez or S. Conrez. Um, Why do they? Okay. I'm not going to get, I'm not gonna get hung exciting. up on that. I'm not going to get it's hung a- up on the abbreviations. I'm not going to do it. They need to be crystal I'm gonna clear. clear. Well, I just don't, like, why not HC? HCR? Why do we have to do con? You know? Right. Everything yeah. else is just SJ. It wasn't H-J-O-N. <laughs> H-John. Take it up with Nanners. I will. Like, that, can you imagine, Nancy? It's Lizzie. I have a bone to pick. This bullshit about H. J. Rez. Why isn't it H. John Rez? <laughs> She'd be like, I literally have less time for you than I have for AOC. She's like, of all the calls, of all the calls that I've received, 
This is the one. This, this is, is the, the one that I. I'm gonna make her cry. She's gonna be like, you know what? You're so right, Lizzie. You're so right. I've never even thought about this. And why don't you? Why don't you come be speaker of the house? <laughs> like Nancy, no. Look, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy. Look, I, I, I dabbled. Things. I dabbled in politics back in 17. Hamana ha. I was Frederick of Delaware. Perhaps you heard of me. <laughs> And then Secret Service would show up and it would be a whole thing. And I'd be like, do you want to be on the podcast? Um, great. So this is me not getting hung up on the abbreviations. This is me oh, not getting so hung up funny. on them. So oh great. Concurrent resolutions. How are they yeah. different from joint resolutions? Um, so they are generally used to make or amend rules that apply to both houses. So it's more of like this is how we currently operate and we would like to make an amendment to that. It's like housekeeping. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a housekeeping. Yeah. Love. Love. They are used to uh, express sentiments of both houses. <laughs> it's, what? what share like their what? feelings. <laughs> like, we're both sad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So when Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi are both feeling very sad about the state of something, they can say, here's a here con- is a concurrent, concurrent resolution. So a concurrent resolution, for example, is used to set the time of Congress adjournment. (laughs) Could you just like put it in an email? Like, are we not on all on a same Google calendar? Look, we start at nine. Be there or don't be there. I don't care. That's me being Nancy. We're starting at nine. The car leaves at nine. If you're not in the car, you're not going on the trip. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> it's just like, what is that the time? Guys, come on. This is 2019. Right? This in rule was made in 1700. Okay. Like, the time Gmail. that was like, meet around the 20th of February, <laughs> hopefully by dawn. But we understand that it's going to take you all 16 years to get here. I get it back then, but now I feel like we. <laughs> We can keep time. We can put a man on the moon. We can't be like nine. Okay. (laughs) Look, if me and my girlfriends can all make it to brunch at 11 on a Saturday after going out the night before, then Congress can figure out how to all get together at the end of the day and be like, great. We all did it. We're all fucking (laughs) grownups. Could pass a resolution being like, we're starting at nine. I can't get over it. Oh my God. This is going to be a four hour long episode of I just didn't mean, I don't mean to be this way. I don't mean to do this. But you bring so much joy to my life. Okay. Okay. So, what are other concurrent resolutions other than being a day planner? I'd like, do they need one? I got mine off of Amazon. I'll send them the link if they can't fucking. That's <laughs> a that's what it is. It's literally a day planner. Do they set lunch breaks too? What else do they set? Guys, we're taking a bathroom break at twelve. All right, concurrent resolution: bathroom break at twelve. Oh my god, I gotta pee. Oh, no, shit. because we didn't pass the concurrent <coughs> resolutions. You don't get to pee oh. until 12 o'clock. Oh, my God. Nobody leaves the chamber. My makeup is for shit. My computer is dark. I love. I'm sorry. Oh. I didn't. Again, I really Ooh. didn't mean to spend this much time on this. Oh, but this my is, God. What? 
That was a journey because and I know a half, this takes baby. forever. I know that this like takes time. Like they take time to do they this. They do. They do. There's and you're other like, things Hi. that need to be done. Flint still doesn't have water. Exactly. Flint still doesn't have water, and you can't write a time in your day planner. We have to spend time like com- like passing stuff to be like, this is the time when we're gonna do something. <laughs> it's like, come on, guys. Anyways, oh my god, that's what are, brilliant. Is there is there anything? useful to a concurrent resolution like is there any are there useful concurrent resolutions there are okay it may also be used i didn't read this ahead of time it could be just as much bullshit i know right uh it could also be used by congress to convey <laughs> what I can't even read it what is it i'm not even looking at the notes say it out loud say it to my face like what is it so um to convey congratulations to another country on the NRC. are you joking <laughs> are you joking <laughs> To say congratulations, you can't send a paperless post. You can't write on their Facebook. You can't. What about what happened to making a phone call? What about hey, Great Britain? Congrats on still being Great Britain. Okay, how? Send my love to the kids. Goodbye. We have to put a pen to parchment for pen that. To parchment. You gotta have a concurrent resolution. I get. Oh my God! Can you imagine being Great Britain and being like? cool thanks (laughs) like they don't give a shit no they're in much more trouble they don't even have like congrats (laughs) congrats on congrats on brexit like the 1776 version of (laughs) it's blah blah blah's birthday wish them well (laughs) that's literally what it is (laughs) it's germany's birthday wish them well like what they don't care they don't care okay Let's move on from this because I don't. Oh, I don't God believe in concurrent so resolutions. Much. I'm so glad you're in my life. Um, <laughs> Congratulations to another on the anniversary <laughs> of its independence. Like, get out of here. <laughs> okay, there are also simple resolutions. Great. <laughs> Which we already kind of talked about. This is like the AOC thing where they're like, "This is uh, just for." Like, simple matters that have to deal... Like, they want to just take a stand. Right. So it addresses matters entirely within the prerogative of one house, such such as revising the standing rulings of one chamber. Great. I have a couple of ideas mm-hmm. <laughs> for simple resolutions. It's also used to express the condolences of... <laughs> express the sentiments of a single house. Wait. Condolences? <laughs> okay, wait. wait, read it. Read it. Read Let the sentence read aloud. Read the sentence aloud. <laughs> I'm kind of. I'm gonna lose my oh mind. Oh my god. Okay. Also used to express the sentiments of a single house, uh, meaning either uh, I meant a single legislature, like either the House or the Senate. Uh huh. Such as offering condolences to the family of a deceased member of Congress, or it may give advice on foreign policy or other executive business. Well, you can't send flowers to the deceased. Fa- like, what? We have to like pass a bill to s- express condolences. Yeah. That's weird. It's official. It makes it official. Uh, what, we like, officially mourn the passing of John McCain. Because before it was unofficial. Before it was very casual. It was we like, mourning. It w- but it would have been on like the part of like individual citizens. This is on the part of like the United States of America. The Ohio State University. <sighs> Flint still doesn't have clean water. I know. I know. Like I complete, you know what? Rest I know. in peace, John McCain. I, I know he is your favorite. That's why I used him as an example. But I, but it's like, ooh, why do we have rules for this? <laughs> you know, and then and then, or it may give advice on foreign policy. <laughs> what what does that mean? Being like, I think you should break up with him, right? 
I think you unofficially, should maybe. right? I think you should maybe Saudi Arabia. Let's who talk to about who? This. Let's talk about this. Who does who does it give advice to? Me? Can I call and be like, hey, I've been having a rough go. <laughs> Do you mind just like passing a simple resolution, like telling me like how I should? It's gonna be all right. You know, right, I'm, feeling, right. I'm feeling like I'm not feeling myself. Like, what do I do? Crystals? Like, how do I? <laughs> you did use. A I am using crystals right now. Shout out to my crystal users. Crystals are great. The rock kind, not meth. No. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I know. After like 20 minutes of this episode, it seems like I'm on literal crystal meth, but I'm not. <laughs> She's not. I'm not. I'm so. I'm so sober. It's insane. But, but like, yeah. Who's it giving advice to? Who's asking Congress for advice? I hope no I think one. It's, no, I think it's just to like, we think. Oh, being like thing? we see the situation unfolding, and so here's a, what. What is that? <laughs> Listeners, there's a moth in the studio. <laughs> and it attacked me. Oh it attacked my God, me. that was so good. I'm keeping this in. I'm not For those of you listening at home. I'm not editing it out. Wait, that there was, was that a moth? Well, because you pointed and said nothing. <laughs> Wait, I don't want the moth. The moth is stressing me out. Why is it my fault? Oh, my God. If this makes it in, it's let it be it known that our hero. producer, Kate, is trying to chase Gandalf the moth. Uh, oh, oh no. Gandalf okay, wants to stay with Prince and his crew this in the poster. No. Oh, no. He knows. He knows what you're trying to do. It's on the do. ceiling. Uh, it, I can't even narrate this anymore. Gandalf, come. <laughs> it's not a dog. It's a moth. <laughs> Um, he's cool. He's, okay. he's up there. He's so, so now you just okay. point if he comes to me. I'm so Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. We're not even at the, like, most Can we egregious... move on from resolutions? <laughs> yes. We made it through a page of notes. Okay. Okay, great. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Omnibus. What? Have you heard Omnibus? God Omnibus. bless you. <laughs> Omnibus. 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 Um, Omnibus. And this definition comes from Duheim. Is a draft law before a legislature which contains more than one substantive matter or several minor matters which have been combined into one bill ostensibly for the <laughs> sake of convenience. Wait. <laughs> Basically being like, it's in one bill because y'all bitches are lazy. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you're lazy. You're lazy uh, let me make it easy we, for you. You know what? We all like... Military spending. So let's just put it all in one place. All in place. Omnibus? Yeah, that's why, like, when the newscasters are like, the omnibus bill, it's not like. I've never heard that. Oh, really? I, I keep, I want to, I'm on a bus. That's what I want it to be. <laughs> I'm on a bus. <laughs> okay. Okay, this is a thing that I didn't realize existed. Talk to me. Okay. There's literally public and private bills. <laughs> what? Like bathrooms. <laughs> exactly like bathrooms okay wait okay Okay, talk what so public bills are just what we generally think of as bills they pertain to matters that schoolhouse rock bills schoolhouse rock bills they affect the general public or classes of citizens so like normal bills private bills affect just certain individuals and organizations wait so they can be like 
I Lizzie want Stewart. Yeah. <laughs> I want they you could to name you in a bill. It'd be like Lizzie Stewart, year <gasps> two four. Oh my god, has all name the right. Name me in a bill. I dare you. <laughs> right. Most of these, most of like the private bills happen when individuals like they, they will go to their congressperson um, or their senator and the request relief through private legislation when they've done all of the like administrative things that they could and legal things that they could possibly have done to like rectify their problem. Mm-hmm. So if they were supposed to work with, I don't know, like immigration, like ICE or something to come into the country and they've mm-hmm. got some problem and whatever, and it's not working out and they want to be able to come to the United States, they can literally go to like a congressional rep and be like, Hey, can you please help me write with a private bill with a private bill and the president has to sign it. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, I mean, it, are there examples where this is like worth it? So this feels like a lot of work for one thing and Flint still doesn't have clean water. Right. It depends. So a lot of these are also have to do with immigration cases. Okay. A lot of them are immigration related because we won't um, deal with immigration in a real way. We're just right. like, so we're just like passing a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And they do still have to go through both chambers of the house. And like you said, they have to be signed by the president. Mm-hmm. So they usually begin with the phrase for the relief of. <sighs> For the relief of me <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> yeah. So they start with for the relief of and the they also so they have to go to both chambers of the house. They have to be signed by the president, but also the same veto rules apply. So if excuse me. So if the president is like, no, then it's done. Veto. Yeah. Then the same override two thirds would have yeah. to be would apply to the bill. So an example of this. Yeah. Give it to me. Um, is HR 1751. So HR house representatives. This is a bill. This, this is a private. A, this bill. is a private bill. Okay. 1751. Wait, like 1751, like mm-hmm. the year. No, no, that's just oh, like, they get okay. so the <laughs> other part like, of that we didn't say, we're is not here. <laughs> they get assigned a number. I get okay, right. It just yeah. felt very nope. turn of, you it's know, felt very, how many, how Yeah. H.R. 1751, for the relief of Emilio Gutierrez Soto and Oscar Emilio Gutierrez Soto, proposed by Rep. Debbie Dingle of Michigan, of Michigan's 12th District. Great. I chose this because I love the Dingles. Shout out to the Dingles. I love John and Debbie Dingle. Bless his heart, John passed. But they... Rest in peace, John. His Twitter feed will live on. And if you don't know it, you should go to it great john dingle's twitter feed is everybody amazing. go to john dingle's twitter feed so debbie dingle um wrote and proposed this piece of legislation which asks for permanent resident status for emilio and oscar okay and it basically i'm just going to tell you what it says so that you have like some kind of idea what goes into like a these private what is now basically standard i'm gonna understand bills. every word of it i know it. so the two people in question in this bill shall be eligible for issuance of an immigrant visa or for an adjustment of status to that of an alien lawful, lawfully admitted for permanent residence upon filing for application for issuance of an immigrant visa under a section of a code. Great. So basically saying like they, they, can, get they a visa? can come here. Yeah, yeah. they can okay. get a visa and they can come here and become permanent legal residents. An adjustment of status if they enter the U.S. before the filing deadline mentioned in the act. <clears throat> and then because there are only certain numbers, there's like there's a limit on how many people can immigrate to the United States from, from various countries. Oh. And so, yeah. So in the bill, it also says you have to reduce the number of visas made available to the person's country of origin, which I don't know where these two are coming from, but whatever that country would is, if say they have like 200 visas that they're allowed to give out, the mm-hmm. United States gives out to this particular country, you would have to reduce that number by two to 198. Great, because there's two people. Because there's two in. people coming. That makes in. sense. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it's like it sounds kind of weird. 
Yeah, like well, a public just, and private bill. Yeah, it just sounds like I mean, you know, I it just it, we have so much to do, and so it's it's just I'm I'm just a little weary of like focusing on individual things yeah. as opposed to like trying to come up with an actual like immigration reform policy like sure. on the whole i feel right. like these i feel like this is like a, a band-aid totally. you know like little band-aids totally. and like i get like maybe this is all we can do right now because congress is not functional but um but yeah it's just like okay great so that is private versus public bills so when you propose a bill yes what you're in essence doing is you're sponsoring this bill you're saying i i lizzie stewart am sponsoring this bill hr 18 million 100 yes i am to rename the state of Delaware after myself. After yourself. So you would be sponsoring that bill. If I was in, also in the House of Representatives with you. As you will be. As I will be. <laughs> and you said, hey, Arden, will you support this bill? And I would say, of course. Absolutely. You are my everything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, of course, I support you. I will co-sponsor. <gasps> Love. Exactly. So if you, so sponsoring is the member of Congress who officially introduces the bill to Congress. And then once you have somebody else who joins the bill with you, then you become co-sponsors. So, okay. So when you're drafting the pieces of legislation that you want to take to the floor, you need help doing that because as a single person, as a representative, you have many things that you need to do with your day. I'm busy. I'm trying to, Mm -hmm. trying to pass what time we're going to meet up. Like, you know, we had a lot, we had a lot on the plate. (laughs) (laughs) Not over it. Not over it. So you have a legislative staff and depending on where you know where your ranking is in leadership you could have a large larger legislative staff that's dedicated to you but who just basically writes the thing Mm -hmm. uh and they advise you on like they advise the member on um positions that they could take Mm -hmm. on upcoming legislation you have generally like somebody who's in charge of it who monitors the legislative schedule and makes recommendations regarding the pros and cons of particular issues if anybody's looking for you know a fun like girl with a great personality and a heart of gold to be on their legislative staff i'm ready <laughs> i'm literally ready i have expertise on uh, harry potter i'm a <laughs> part-time uh, criminal investigator i'm dabble in astrology you know oh my god you're ready do you I'm have ready. hill experience do i have hill experience yeah. i've been on a hill <laughs> <laughs> um in fact i you know walking from my apartment to the subway there's a slight incline so you could say <laughs> i'm on a hill every day <laughs> me too i have to yeah. climb a hill to get the to the slight top of the park incline that I gets you it gets you <laughs> great so you have hill experience yeah call me you're 100 qualified i know that i right. literally know that you and if anybody wants me nyu i have yeah i'm a college <laughs> educated <laughs> woman look uh I would bring I would breathe fresh new air into this. My first order of business, I buy everybody a day planner. <laughs> Boom. That's the kind of leadership we're looking for. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Can you send me that Amazon link? Yes, uh, amazing. Love it. Amazing. All right, what's our next term? Okay. We're going to get through, we're almost done with terms, you guys. They're going to go quickly now. So there's the parliamentarian, which is like kind of a catch-all term for the people who run the floor of Congress. Who are not representatives. They're not representatives. Love. They're staff. Love. They're congressional staff. And they advise and interpret the rules and procedures. Staff from the parliamentarian's office sit on the uh, 
sit in on the Senate and advise for the presiding officer on conduct of Senate business. The officer, the parliamentarians also refer bills to the appropriate committees on behalf of the Senate's presiding officer. You also have things like bill clerks and reading clerks that are charged with either the reading clerk charged with reading messages (laughs) to House members and ensuring legislative measures before the chamber are clearly articulated to lawmakers and the public. I love, are they just up there being like, do we understand? <laughs> do we understand? Does anybody have any questions? Do you want me to read it again? How do people get these jobs? Like, is this, oh, do no. they, is it like, can I get on LinkedIn? Like, where, how do they? No, I literally thought about this because I was like, how do you become the reading become clerk? Become the reading clerk. I want to become the reading clerk. I can read. There, there was a, like, one of the things that I read, I stole that language from an article about the reading clerk who, I don't even know if he's still there, but he was the first gay reading clerk. Yes. And uh, Oh, look at you. How did you get there? How do you get that job? I want if that you job. know how to get this job, please call me because I want to get this job. You want to be reading clerk? <laughs> I, I yeah, would love that. I would be so bad. I would start, you know, I would like make comments on what I was reading. Like it'd be like somebody's bill and I'd be like, blah, 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 blah. Well, that was confusing as fuck. Who understood that? Not me. <laughs> I'd be fired within days. I want one day to be the reading clerk. That's all I want. You know, give me the key to the city for one day. Oh my god. I want to I want to come watch. I do you. a tight 5. <laughs> <laughs> The bill clerk receives and processes official papers, including um, bills that have been introduced in resolutions uh, and amendments and additional co-sponsors. So they like the bill clerk is the person who's like, great, you've done all of the proper (laughs) things. Amazing. They're just they're literally babysitters. Yeah. (laughs) Literally, Um, we cannot leave until we do this right. (laughs) So those are the parliamentarians and the clerks. Love. There are some other terms. We're going to put subcommittee and committee in the actual process of the bill making. Love. So there's pork barrel spending. (laughs) So pork barrel spending is when Congress appropriates public funds for projects that do not serve the interests of any large portion of the country's citizenry, (laughs) but are nevertheless vigorously promoted by a small group of legislators because they will pump outside taxpayer money and resources into the local districts the legislators represent. Like, nobody wants this. Nobody wants it. But I think it might be good. There's also a rider. You could add a rider to a bill, which is an informal term for an irrelevant amendment to a bill or an amendment to an appropriations bill that changes the permanent law governing the program funded by the bill. So like we're going to give money to the social security administration. We're around, we know we're going to like increase their budget, but what we're also going to say is um, anybody who wants to, who wants to get like food stamps, like if mm-hmm. you want food stamps, you have to be drug tested first. Like something that like changes okay. the fundamental yeah. structure of yeah. the program. I had a writer once, but it was to tell me that like, for my apartment that I would get one month free Mm. if I signed and I did but it was attached to my lease I like that writer so you can say I have legislative experience again I'm very qualified again I've dabbled in writers (laughs) please hire her okay so when you've written all your bills they go into a thing called the hopper the hopper the hopper (laughs) and hopper uh, I hardly know her (laughs) I don't deserve that. That was the daddest of all dad jokes. Oh, man. I'm tired. So funny. Oh, my God. Sorry. What does the hopper do? It is a special box on the side of the clerk's desk in the House of Reps. Goes in the hopper. I'm a special box. (laughs) You could say I'm the hopper of this podcast. You you are my hopper. Great. So that's that. 
And then, oh, the other thing that we should talk about first before we go into the process of um, making a bill mm-hmm. is the electronic voting machine. Yes. Uh, which we're going to put this, if you go to our Instagram page. At Let's Get Civical. You will see the old, and by old I mean from like 1972, three, mm-hmm. and the current <laughs> electronic voting machines. And you will notice that they are different. And that the new ones have colored buttons. Look, uh, so they know, they know that red means no, green means yes. I don't remember what the other colors were. There's yellow, a yellow. Yellow is present. Yellow is, yeah. <laughs> and orange, not orange, blue was um, open. <laughs> I'm open. I'm open to it. <laughs> I'm open to the idea. <laughs> Oh my god. Love. So, Yay nay present open. Yeah. Love. Yeah. And present is like you can vote present if you don't want to take a stand either way on the bill. Incredible. You can just be like That's I, super fucking here. helpful. I literally hate that. I'm just like, your job is to vote. Mm-hmm. Like either it's yes or either it's no. Like what? What do you mean present? Present. I I am in attendance. That's if you vote present, like no. You yep. must like what are we doing here? What do we do? Like, why Why be here? Don't come. Don't show up. Don't come. Go home. Go home if you're not going to vote yes or no. So let's talk about how a bill becomes a law. Yeah. So watch Schoolhouse Rock. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so they either, like, they begin as ideas from citizens. Although, like, <laughs> LOL. Like, that's, like, not true. Oh, man, that's so great. It's literally not true or else, like this country would be very different because I have so many ideas Can that I, nobody's listened to. Nobody's listened to. Also, the I used the Kids Clerk house site for this information. Incredible. This is meant for children. It's and meant also, for children. the Senate side of this, I used U.S. Senator Tom Carper of Delaware. Oh, my God. Was, Wait. do you love me or do you not I love me? I did not even plan that. That's incredible. No. See, Delaware lives within me. I'm not from Delaware. Right. I also just hit the mic with my face because I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So... The bills begin as ideas from concerned citizens. And the representatives are like, you know what? Yeah, let me put pen to parchment for you, mm-hmm. my citizens, who I listen to every day. I call you all the time because I care, because I'm involved. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so they, they basically, they write the bill. And then they're like, I need somebody to help me create this bill like we talked earlier they need a sponsor right because it's not going to happen if you don't have a sponsor like that like really seals the deal right so they go around they go around to the little their little offices and they're like hey will you sponsor my bill will you sponsor my bill mm-hmm. are you my mom are you my mom <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, if it's a good bill which like let's say that it is mm-hmm. for once then they'll be like yeah i'll sponsor your bill and it's a power it's like a lesson in friendship yeah so once the bill is written and it has a sponsor and we've gone around to enough of our friends to be like, will you support me on my quest for a better life? <laughs> then they say, you know what? Yeah, let's bring this to everybody else. Let's introduce right. this bill. Let's. It's like it's, it's like magic. a coming out party. It's like a cotillion yes. for the bill. It's like, look, now my daughter is ready to date men. <laughs> Which, by the way, cotillions hurt. Very bad for our society. Um, so the bill has a coming out party. Mm-hmm. And then the house, in the house, which is what we're talking about right now, so we're in my house, a bill is introduced. So she officially comes out when she is placed in the hopper or the special box. 
Mm-hmm. Which is so stupid. It's like it's like until it like hits the box, it's not introduced. No, it like has- I can't walk in and be like, I introduce my bill, <laughs> and just like shout it out right now. Nancy would be-, be like, put it in the box, put it in the hopper. That's so silly. Um, and only representatives can introduce bills in the U House in the U.S. House of Representatives. So somebody from the Senate can't come over and be like. I'm going to introduce this. Like, Mm -mm. stay in your lane. Right. Stay in your lane. So once she's in the hopper, once she's in the special box, the bill clerk, a.k.a. maybe me someday, assigns it a number that begins with HR, which, as we've discovered, means House representatives. Right. Love. A reading clerk, which also maybe me. I do a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) Then reads the bill to all the representatives what (laughs) that doesn't happen no these bills are like four thousand pages long i love that okay (laughs) chapter one the boy who lived number four privet drive (laughs) like can you imagine it's just like that doesn't happen what are you talking about like i know that's what's supposed to happen because like back in the day bills were literally one page as long being like oh i think we need another state you know and that was it And now they're like, I've seen bills. They're they're stacks of paper. Right, right. Nobody is That's reading hilarious. it all out. So there's a, the reading clerk is supposed to be reading a bill to the representatives. <laughs> I mean, maybe they do and nobody's there. Maybe they're like, the poor That's reader the is just like, be like, you I'm... can turn on C-SPAN and they're like, page 549, <laughs> section four, where into thou hyphen it <laughs> on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's silly. They read the the read the bill. Like send it to them an email. I don't know. Okay, whatever. So the reading clerk potentially reads the bill to all the representatives, and then the speaker of the house sends the bill to one of the house standing committees. So the so Nancy's like, this belongs in what a committee? Yes, this committee, that committee. Yeah, to like like the Ways and Means Committee yes, or whatever. I knew all of them. Yeah, and we should just say because I didn't say this part because I knew it would come up that committees are a subsidiary group. In either the House or the Senate, mm-hmm. established for the purpose of considering legislation, conducting hearings and investigations, or carrying out other assignments as instructed by the parent chamber. <laughs> okay. Right? Thank you, Senate.gov. There are also subcommittees within committees. And so if they want to um, delve a little deeper into a particular bill, they yeah. can refer it to a subcommittee within the committee. And then it has to like be passed out of each part of right. the thing it's been. So the further you go down the rabbit hole, the more, the more you have to, go to jump back up. Yeah. Incredible. So once the bill has gone to her grandmother's house and the committees, the committee members who are supposed to be a group of representatives who are experts on whatever committee that they're on, which I don't know if this is happening either. They review and research and revise the bill before voting on whether or not to send it back to the House floor. So basically they're like, are you worth it? You know, right. like like they're like, this is first round of auditionings. This is this is an EPA. This is an this EPA. Is a literal yeah. Like equity EPA, we have non-equity actors, we have equity actors, and then there's like a panel of people being like, yes, you might be the next Alphaba right. in Wicked. Go. Right. Uh, you don't have a shot in hell right. being Alphaba on Wicked. Okay, great. Love it. And then once it's done and the, like, let's say this bill is great, let's say we have the next Alphaba in our midst, it's reported and the committee has approved it and it's sent or reported to the House floor. So it's back in the House. She's back and better than ever. She's ready for her second round of callbacks. She's ready to go. She's like, I'm going to be the next Alphaba on Broadway. And reported just means that it's been approved by committee. Incredible. Yeah. I don't know why they couldn't just say approved. I don't know. (laughs) So once... 
our almost alphaba is back on the house floor. Then everybody debates her. Yeah. Everybody's like, and then anybody can be really like, I don't want her to be alphaba because she doesn't have the range. And the other one's like, yeah, she might not have the range, but she has the acting chops. And if right. you've seen Wicked at any point, you know that alphaba carries the show mm-hmm. and it's a heart wrenching show. And so they do this. They go, boop, ba 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 Is she going to be alphaba? Is she not going to be alphaba? And then when it's all done and then they've made, they can make changes. So the so. producers are all like, okay, great. We have yeah, you can our leave. likes and dislikes. Yeah. Can we live? Can we live? And then the bill is voted on. So right. we're voting on alphaba. And there are three ways in which you can vote on a bill. Because why would there be just one? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So there's something called, oh my God, Viva Vos? <laughs> I think it's Viva Voce. Viva. I think it's got some kind of accent on there. Great. Viva Voce. Viva Vos, which is basically a voice vote. So the Speaker of the House asks the representatives who support the, bo- the bill to say I and those opposed to say no, which is like, this is there's 400 of them. So it's like, number one, <laughs> I, two, no. And you know, Nancy's not there the whole time. No. You know, this is literally one of the clerks. All right. Number 17. <laughs> I, great. Like three hours later. 379 no cool so there's a voice vote which seems like a total waste of time (laughs) there's uh the second one is division uh which is not a math term the speaker of the house asked representatives who support the bill to stand up this is so like are you joking this is so sixth grade all right stand up if you like it (laughs) let's do a head count Let's do a head. Bradley, stay still. Brad, stay still. Stop punching Peter. I can't. Okay, I got to start over. One, two. Like, what? <laughs> so it's stand up or sit down. Yeah. For the division vote. And then the last one is recorded. And they record their vote using the electronic voting system that we've talked about, where you can press yes, no, or present if they don't want to vote on the bill, if they don't want to do their job, if they don't want to have an opinion. If the majority of representatives say yes or click yes or stand up then it passes the u.s house it's certified by the clerk and then it is delivered i'm sure by hand to the u.s senate it's not delivered by hand is it like it's not like put in a box and like brought over to the senate uh Do we know? it's i don't know i don't know how it gets there who delivers it is there a delivery person can i apply to be the delivery person of bills i'd lose it i feel like i get distracted <laughs> you'd be like i gotta go get coffee yeah. first so a bill that goes to the House goes to the Senate, and it has to go through some similar steps, which we'll talk about in just a second, that it went through in the House. And if it is passed in the Senate, then it goes right to the president, which the president has three choices that we've talked about before. He can sign, or she, or they, can sign the bill, and it becomes a law. He can refuse to sign or veto the bill, and that's sent back to the originating chamber, in this case the House. And then if, they, if the House is like, look, no, this bill is still what I want, they mm-hmm. could vote for a two-thirds majority and right. make it a law. Right. So you hold that producer accountable and not number him and be like, I don't know this what is you're This is our thinking. alphabet. This is our alphabet. Yes. And you need to get on board. Yes. So if the bill has passed the U.S. and the Senate, it's been approved by the president, the president, or it's vetoed and it's been overridden, we have our alphabet. The yep. bill is a law. Bill is a law. That's the house. Yep. That's the house. That's so the what's house. different in the Senate? It's mainly the same the same ball game. Great. The main thing that's different about it is the the debate stuff. Because yeah. in the Senate you can debate something. There's a, a process to there's a process for debate that is not similar to the process in the House. Mm-hmm. First the Senate must agree to consider the legislation by voting on a motion to proceed. 
which what? indicates the start of debate. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. So you what do you mean say, we have to vote to do the vote? Yeah, you, so you would say, like, I move that we open the floor to, that we motion to proceed with debate, somebody seconds, and then it opens the floor to debate. And then you have to move for cloture, which mm-hmm. is closing of the debate, mm-hmm. which is when a lot of the filibustering tends to happen because you senators can literally just stand. Yeah. And debate the bill on the floor of the Senate. Look, I've seen Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Right. I know what's up. They can speak for as long as they wish on any topic that they choose, which is also how we've gotten like Ted Cruz reading Green New Eggs and Ham. Green New Eggs and Ham? No, nope. Green Eggs and Ham. Green Eggs and Ham. <laughs> New Green Deal Eggs and Ham <laughs> is what you were Listen, thinking. That is a moneymaker of an idea. New Green Deal Eggs Somebody and Ham. Somebody write that. Write it down. Pin to parchment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And this because the Senate rules basically say like any series of senators can speak as long as they wish. What's the point until... of the filibuster? Like, why would somebody? Why would? Why is Ted Cruz reading New Green Deal eggs and ham <laughs> <laughs> to prevent it from coming to, prevent to a it vote? For, to coming through a vote? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So and then cloture. You you need three fifths of the senators to like vote in favor of ending uh, debate. Ending debate. Great. Which is invoking. It's called invoking cloture. Great. Yeah. And then they can have the final vote on the piece of legislation. Once they've closed the debate, then they're like, yeah. let's bring this to a vote. And it happens like immediately after. No? Yeah. 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 Great. I love that. I'm like, let's just, let's get it done. Right. Let's get it done. We're going to open debate. We're going to do the debate. We're going to close the debate. And then we're going to have the vote. Hell yeah. Yeah. Boom, bang, boom. Boom, bang, boom. Ha, ta, ta. Ta, 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 ta. And then they, if so, if the bill starts in the Senate, they do the same thing that the House does, but just in reverse. They work with their House colleagues to come up with a bill because a piece of legislation has to pass both houses of congress yes with the same language otherwise they have to go back and right. rewrite it yeah and then when it's done the bill is sent to the president for approval and that's all and anything can happen and anything can happen anything you can, can also happen. some bills do have to be reauthorized most of them do have to be reauthorized which means so let's take the higher education act which was passed in the 60s great so it allows for certain things, and then every couple years, there's like an end date in the bill. Oh. And so it has to be put before Congress to be reauthorized, because you have to reauthorize the money that's in it. Sure. If there were like new pieces of um, like law or regulation that were passed that had an end date, those have to be renewed. Mm-hmm. Usually it's about money. And so the Higher Education Act was last reauthorized in 2008. Great. And there were some extensions after that. Uh-huh. Um, but then in 2017, the Republicans devised the Prosper Act. I already replace. don't trust it. Nope. The to Prosper? Replace. Oh, God. Yeah. It stands for like something about American opportunity and some bullshit. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they were designed the Prosper Act to replace the Higher Education Act. But like that's not going to go anywhere now because the Dems are on the show and they have their own ideas. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's the other piece of it that like the reauthorization part that does. It's a huge part of legislating and bill passing and right. maintaining regulations but it all kind of it all follows the same basic process of a bill how like how a bill becomes a law like a reauthorization process like starts in the, the house same. then yeah. goes to the senate then goes to the president yeah. or goes to the senate to the house the president yeah. it's like a little triangle yeah boom 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 yep i love let's close out the show with a couple of fun facts this was my contribution to these notes so the first bill that was ever signed into law after, like, we figured out the Constitution, after we put in some Bill of Rights, the first, like, non-Constitution-y thing that was passed was called, it was an act to regulate time and manner of administering certain oaths. Oh, my God. You must have loved this. I, I was like, oh, it's, so, it's the goofiest thing. So it was signed 
into law by George Washington on June 1st, 1789. So we're like a fresh new babe. Mm -hmm. And the act mandated, like basically in the Constitution, it says Congress people have to, or people who work for the government have to swear an oath. Yeah. But they didn't write down what the oath would be. (laughs) Oh, really? So this was like, this is the oath that they have to say. When they're getting oh, sworn in, they were like, we forgot to say the oath. <laughs> we forgot to write what it was. We required so that wrote, people go to Congress yes. for things, but we didn't say how We didn't say to what it. to do. Um, we said, meet us here. We didn't give you directions. So this is this is the oath that the this act of 1789 is. I-A-B, <laughs> which like A-B, come on. Not like I, insert name here. I-A-B, <laughs> do solemnly swear to affirm as the case may be, that I will support the Constitution of the United States. That's it. That was the oath. I mean, now we added on to it later. But in 1789, they're like, oh, we got to put something in there. One sentence. (laughs) Because we're hungover, and this is all we can think about right now. Yes. I just love it that they're like, oh, shoot. (laughs) We We forgot to write it down. So that was the first bill that was ever signed into law after... We kind of figured out what we were doing a little bit. Um, the most active Congress in the past 30 years, meaning like the people who passed the most legislation, like Great. did most stuff, was the 93rd Congress. So this was 1973. They passed 2,000, no, 26,222 pieces of legislation. My God. Which is like, I mean, that's like all of the things that right. Congress can do. So it's not just laws. It's like resolutions. It's whatever. It's this. It's that. So it's like literally everything that they can do. There's 26,000 things. Do you know, do you remember that we said that the electronic voting machine was first used oh, in Maybe they were just like, this is so cool. This is so cool. Look at it. Let's of something else. Not present. <laughs> <laughs> um so that was the most productive congress the Love. least productive congress in the past 30 years oh my god the, now it's now it's n- well because right now we haven't finished like out sure. the session sure. so sure. we don't know it could be but um the least active congress was the 104th congress so that was 95 96 uh-huh. that passed only 7991 pieces wow. of legislation yep a lot going on there wow you know but wow what a ride that was insane. That was insane. I blacked out. <laughs> is Gandalf still there? Yes. I, the moth has been there. on the... Look, uh, we're both... Gandalf and I are both traumatized from this experience. <laughs> Just so everybody knows, the moth that's in the studio right now has been named Gandalf. The gray, I would say. He has a gray <laughs> hue on him and uh, has been sitting on the wall ever since he attacked me. Oh, my God. So that it was, was the best reaction. Look, I, I can't wait to hear it. I'm, I can't wait to hear it. That was so shocking. That was so great. But yeah, that's how a bill becomes a law. I rejoice in your misfortune. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. It was great. We hope you had a good time. We had a great time. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> but we love you. Love you. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Let me tell you, if you liked what you heard today, then you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. We're on iTunes podcast. We're on Spotify. Please like us, rate us, review us. We want to hear your feedback. And if you'd like to call me, you can call us at 347-509-9414. Please call me. Tell me what's going on because I don't know. 
We love you so much, and we can't wait to have you back for next week's episode.